Wait, well, let me introduce you first uh, because sadly, oh shoot. Oh my God. Oh my God, they're so funny. Wow, you know what? I've been fucking muted. I've been muted. Wow, they're so funny. I just got a phone call from somebody. We're good. Okay, we're good. My friends, uh, they're, they're going to hear us on the... Uh, oh my God, I can't believe it was muted. Um, uh, uh Can you hear me now? We're good. Okay, I totally on my fault. That That's my fault. Listen, my friends, uh, th- I did the same thing with Lene. I, I, I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie. Um, he was just saying... Uh, we were just talking about 9-11, so pro- it's probably good that it was muted. Uh, I, I got confused. Uh, let's introduce you. Mikey D. Uh, listen, there's a lot of folks. There's young kids on this channel. I mean, in their 20s. I don't think they they really understand the reach and the impact you've had as an entertainer. Literally millions of people um, know you, laughed, uh, uh some hate if you go by the comments on the internet, but there's also a silent majority who love you as as well. Um, look, there's even a fa- uh, Shaq in the chat is a fangirling, he's saying right now, so at least one of the lovers in here. Um, welcome to the show, Mikey G. Hey, man, thank you. Oh, this is, uh, that's that's hilarious that the it was I, muted. I, I've got a special uh, guest star that wanted to stop by just to say hello. Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hi, wow. everyone. It's Jivey. My word. There is Jivey. Is is this the first time uh, Mr. Jivey has made an appearance since uh, the theft? I love you, Mikey. Look, he loves me. <laughs> does Now, does Eastside Dave know you have that? He should. I've had him for years. Oh, my gosh. So this is, guys, this is like, uh, it's like a meme before memes. Uh, this This was... Well, we'll get, you want to explain the story? What happened here? How did you end, end up in possession of that? All right. There was a, uh, we did a gig at uh, Caravis. All right. Um, it was the crankcase. It was the guys that I got from um, the listeners and all that stuff. That was your um, band? That was the band that was the Ron and Fez band. And um, he had another doll, Ronaldo or something. And one of the other guys stole him. So I said, oh, I got, so he brought, Eastside Dave brought Jivey. And Lene and I was at the XM studios on 57th Street. So the old, it was just XM, not serious XM or anything. And uh, I think it may have been the George Romero, um, where George Romero was on and all that stuff. But I made Lene, like, talk to the guys and all that stuff. And I went to the office. I said, oh, I'm taking Jivey, man. So, oh yeah and somehow big, yeah somehow Lene big, got blamed right Lene got blamed yeah well yeah always she would always get blamed <laughs> that's but, wonderful um, that's I, I had him in my uh, basement he's been sleeping for a long time but he's happy to say hello wow that's and wonderful and uh, the name Jivey has not aged well in this uh, current climate so I, my god I guess not so um, <laughs> uh, just just for the the folks at home Ron and Fez is one of your biggest claim claims to fame. That's where you're probably most known. But before we get into that, I want to I want to get the full the full story here. I, I heard a little rumor that you were a child star. I was I was a child star. I was very very big man. And when did and, that start? Um, hmm, four, three or four. Um, I remember. You know, I remember. 
I remember. Okay, so I'm a little crazy, and I if there are are any Ron and Fez Ron and Fez fans listening, my OCDs they know all about. I know, like, I can name specific dates and days and what I had for dinner that day. I don't know why. That's how it is. But I do remember being, like, three years old and going to dance school. And uh, at five years old or just turning five, I got this big Crayola crayon um, commercial. And it was little Jack Horner sat in his, sat in his corner with his Crayola crayons. And it was me with my little fingers. And I had long blonde hair because my mom always wanted a girl. So when I was young, she let my hair grow down long. And everyone would say, what a beautiful little girl you, you have there, Mrs. Demetrius. And I would go, I'm a boy, I'm a boy. In any event, that triggered everything. And I, uh, I got this big off-Broadway um, show, Circle in the Square. That was big back in the late 60s, so now I am dating myself. Um, and uh, was on uh, this big show, Ted Mann was the director. It was, uh, it was a big thing, man. And then I was on the Ed Sullivan Show. Are you, oh, I, I didn't know that. It's, it's, I tried to do some research on what shows you've been on. Do you, I, 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 that's, I I'm shocked. Name. Oh, you don't know my stage I, name. I was searching for IMDB everywhere. Um, do you want to say your stage name or is it like total? Is it... Sure, it was, it was Timmy Michaels. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a girl's name because your mom put you in dance class no, and wanted you to. No, it no Timmy, Timmy Michaels. Michaels. Okay, all right. Unbe unbelievable. Um, <laughs> so um, I was, and I, I'll, I'll re I remember the audition for the Ed Sullivan show. It's a bunch of kids. Rod McEwen was uh, the guy that we were going to sing and dance around. Rod McEwen is a big poet that uh, made some of his poems into some pretty big hits, um, song-wise. And he had a really great career. In fact, I think in 2003, they invited me back to Carnegie Hall to be with him and recreate the Ed Sullivan show because wow. I, I looked like him as a kid, so they thought I was his son. Oh. So that we, I was always next to him and singing and dancing next to him and all that. To this day, I've never seen, because it was live. Really? So it was March 22nd, 1970. Phyllis Diller, Liberace, Coretta Scott King, Martin Luther King's wife. Uh, Jesus. Oh, Liza Minnelli, that one. I was going to say, I, she, I wonder what his wife would think about the puppet, but that's insane. That's a slice of history. That's actually insane. Phyllis Diller, that's... I was gonna say that's the most '60s thing I've ever heard too. I didn't with make the, the puppet, Johnny. No, 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 no. I, I just know. stole the puppet. He stole it because he knew it was wrong. This guy is a, is a civil wrong, rights and I kept leader. it locked in the basement. Yes, where he belongs. Yes, uh, you know uh, that's actually incredible. I heard though, I heard a little uh, birdie tell me that you were in The Godfather. Oh yeah, man! <laughs> what the fuck? Sure. Um, it's the scene, and there's a mistake, because I'm wearing short pants, and it's supposed to be snowing. And I remember they had the big fans, and they were putting styrofoam or whatever they had in those days to make like it was snowing. We're coming, uh, Michael um, Al Pacino, 
I'm going to say Michael Corleone, uh, Al Pacino and Diane Keaton are coming out. This is just like maybe a scene or two before Marlon Brando gets shot. And the scene starts with, you see three kids were kicking like a can up and down the street, and then Pacino and uh, Keaton come out, and I'm, I mean, I have a still of it uh, where you just see me right there looking at the camera, but not intentionally. It was just, if you, you know, do it frame by frame on a DVD, that's what you would see. But, uh, yeah, man, and I'm wearing short pants, and it's supposed to be snowing. So that was the big thing that we uh, always made fun of. Oh, look, Francis Ford Coppola made this mistake, and I'm the guy. Francis Ford Coppola. Because they did a, they did a, they did a 35th or 40th anniversary, uh, I think it was 35th anniversary documentary, and I'm in that documentary. They're filming the scene as we're filming the scene, and there's the big fans with the styrofoam, and I'm there dancing along, man. Oh my god, that's insane. That's insane. I'm gonna. Oh, here's something more insane. That one best picture of '72, right? Yep. Yes. Say just, just say yes, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm okay. I'm sure. I... <laughs> In '71, the French Connection won best picture. Guess who was in that? You are you in that as well? I, Mikey D, I get shot in it. I did not get, I did, wait, as a kid? Yeah. Holy shit. And then. I fall off a rock. Oh my God. And And, then what year were you in? The scene starts with me on a tricycle going, going away from the camera. Holy shit. This is like, are you Forrest Gump? Like it's insane. (laughs) Cause like you just go through, I, I, I'm actually shocked the more I learned about your career and it's nuts. When when were you in? When were you in Enter the Dragon? It wasn't Enter the Dragon. Oh, no. It was Game of Death. Oh, with Bruce Lee. Okay. With Bruce Lee. Now, that movie was made years after he died. They had clips from Return of the Dragon. They had other clips with him fighting Kareem. Um, they They had stunt doubles. At one point in the film, it's like he's talking and they have an 8 by 10 picture of him as if it's him speaking in front of the face of the double so bad i had no clue i filmed something in brooklyn guys are fighting um people were were cheering the guy comes comes that who wins the bad guy i think his name was carl miller in the uh in game of death the the character name don't remember his real name but he was in enter the dragon he's the big white guy man um so he's coming off, and I high-five him, and I'm going, yeah! And then he goes, I had no clue. And then when I'm watching Game of Death years later, I'm going, oh, man, that's me, man. Because they didn't say it was Game of Death. They just said, just do this thing. I've done a bunch of stuff where I don't even remember what it was. Jesus. Where they would put you in uh, a sound stage and do overdubs of crazy, religious, nutty movies. I, I, I couldn't tell you what it was. But that I realized years later. So, Jesus Christ, that's insane. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. was that always like your dream to go into acting? Like, then how did you end up uh, getting on the radio? You you went to school, right, for audio engineering? I did. The radio thing was a fluke. That was because Lene called in. Um, I had been a, a constant caller um, with Ron and Fez, and they loved my calls. And then Lene called in, but I never said, oh, this is Lene. 
It was her mother. And her first thing was in August of 2001. Um, Al Dukes peed in his pants because he was drinking some iced tea. Lene called in and she goes, Al peed in his pants, get, 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 like Paul Lowe. Yep. And they were reviewing the movie Paulie, the talking parrot with Paulie Shore was uh, not not Paulie Shore. God, he's gonna kill me for this. Uh, oh man, he was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, I just, I I can't even think I, either. I don't know. I, I it'll come to me later on. I'm my mind's going crazy here. Yeah, I know. Crazy I, Johnny, crazy. I, well, I'm shocked that you like you remember all the dates. Wait, I gotta ask this. Do you still do? Uh... Uh, a diary, no. an audio. No, di- no? okay, because that I always found that fascinating uh, about that, you. Um, uh, that stopped about ten years ago when I went through my breakup. I oh just, damn! I couldn't put stuff down. There was just no way I was going to do it. No. So. Oh yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll touch on that part. But I. Uh, but so, so you were. You, that's how you ended up because you worked for Ron and Fez, right? Like you were. You wrote bits was, and such for them, or I was the producer. I wrote yeah. the open. I was the announncer. I'm yeah, you're the announcer. Yeah, exactly. Um, musical director got the band together. You know, it took time, but uh, you know, it was like uh, it wasn't official uh, with the station. Uh, I could just say that. So, oh, okay, uh, without getting too deep, but the station didn't say no, but it wasn't official with the station. But oh, it was damn. cool, man, man. Listen, time of my life. Very well, fun times. I don't and think the good. chat realizes this was like the, the biggest radio show. Like, I think it's the best radio show we that I've ever had. Yeah, it was like, we these are millions of, like, wh- how many people were listening, they were broadcasting to a day? Millions? A couple million? Uh, yeah. And inside info. Okay. Exclusive for Johnny. Hell yeah. All right. Listen to this. Opie and Anthony, of course, were the big WNEW personalities. Ron and Fez followed. They were as big, but it was different comedy. And ONA would get in trouble sometimes, and they got in trouble. And at one point, Infinity owned NEW, and they owned uh, 92.3, which we all know Mr. Stern was on that. Yes. In the mornings. They told us, get ready, get ready, get up you're going to go on in the mornings and it was kiboshed by none other than Mr. Howard Stern. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. He's We were all ready to rock and roll. Fuck. Jesus. So he's think... he's kind of been known well, for being want, Machiavellian. Competition, man. Yeah, exactly. Competition. That's fine. You know. Damn. He had the power. But yeah, that's 20 something years ago man what do you Sue me. what do you think about uh yeah like what it's it's interesting because like i still listen to bennington all the time and i think it's great but i don't i can't i can't stand to listen to howard stern at all anymore i haven't listened to stern in a long time it's exhausting um, i loved him i loved him but yeah and um you know bennington i had i've been on and i've listened to it it's uh It's, it's not, it's not Ron and Fez, and I don't want to put me into that situation because it's a different, it's a different vibe. So we don't, you know, they don't need Mikey D to be around. So it's that's cool. Not as insane. 
it's not even that. It's just like, you know, it's a different different thing. And Ronnie's brilliant. I mean, I love Ronnie, it's man. The best. And I've 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 called in and he's a good friend, man. He's a very good friend and I love the guy to, to death, man. So, it's like it's just not Yeah, he rules. It, it, I was the last caller ever on the Ron and Fez show. Were you really? So, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So, um, well, that's that's fascinating. What I, I I gotta ask, what do you think you're more known for on the radio? For your falling out with Fez or breaking your dick? Because <laughs> that's a close. Fez. Oof. Ah, uh, yikes. Um. <laughs> Uh, the, the the thing with Fez, man. The thing with Fez yeah. is the big thing. That changed a lot, man. That changed him. Um, I still don't get it, really, to be quite honest with you, man. Well, I don't, I don't want to. I, I don't want to go too much into it because I know it's somebody's life. And but uh, on it seems like through my research, everybody says the the thing that. So to the folks at home, Fez kind of uh, had some issues and kind of spiraled until he took retirement. And rightfully so, um, but it was documented on the show for so long, and it was fascinating. It was fun to listen to. Um, but everybody pinpoints to your falling out on Fez's birthday when you didn't cut him any one ounce of slack to March that broke March 31st, 2003. No, 2003? Wait a minute. Bear with me. I'm trying to think. No, I think it was 05. Yes. Oh five. No, no, no. No. Why no? they went to XM? They went. It could have been. You know what? I'm losing the years now. Well, it's an emotional time. It is. It was. No. 2003. We were at. Uh, we were at CBS broadcasting. So, uh, yeah. It's it's easy to look it up. I mean, you can yeah. look it up right now. And you'll, but you'll find it. But, um, but it's either 2004 or 2005. Uh, you. Uh, you got. You guys still talk at all or? No. no, no, oh, damn, zip. It's damn. It's a shame. I, I love the guy, man. We were so close. I always said where Ron was my masculine side. You know, it's like me and Ronnie. Yeah, we'll kick some fucking ass. Fezzy and I were. Our, that was my feminine side, man. Me and Fezzy would have a good time. You know, uh, bullshitting about stuff that I wouldn't bullshit with Ron. You know, it's just a, a left and a right, but. I, he's going to he's going to the Super Bowl. I heard so uh, great for him. Tampa Bay is his big, gu- you know that that's his team. So let's go Tampa Bay just for Fezzy. Yeah, that no, that- honestly, I yeah, I find myself even day to day thinking, uh, you know, I hope I hope Fez is doing all right. I, I know I don't even know yeah, him, always- but it's part of it's. You're right. Like I hear Tampa's playing, you're like, yeah, I hope uh, that brings him some joy because he's he is a sweet angel. But it does suck uh, the falling out you guys had, even though it was incredibly entertaining. It uh, lasted for years, man. That made me a real big villain. <laughs> uh, yes. So actually, I want to talk about that because you've put everything on on the line. Like I, I feel like you were an open book on the radio. You, you've, I mean, there's, you've admitted to crazy things. Uh, you've, and it's kind, it's you've li- like you've lived your life for the content. And um, I, ca- I can relate to that. I've been uh, only because I've been doing uh, Twitch for two years. And uh, I've, oh God, I can't seem to keep a private life and a um, and an online life. But I, I, I think it's, I think it's really cool that you did that. But at the same time, like you've kind of made yourself a villain on the internet. I mean, if you <laughs> don't read the comments on the YouTube videos, but uh, 
I, yeah, like how does I don't I don't know how to ask this, but like, um, how did that feel? Because you were almost like the first victim of cyberbullying. I think you were like uh, the original. You know. Okay, so again, um, if I wasn't a child actor, and I remember um, when we do a, a an opening, because uh, I was very big in musical theater, so there was always that opening night review and you know if it said it was i was great or oh timmy michaels was a little off tonight or whatever i think it kind of toughened me up for the stuff um it's uh you know again uh with technology it's easier to sit behind and it's been said a thousand times uh you know sit behind a computer faceless um, really nameless and say whatever the you know whatever the whatever you want about somebody and you know when people get to know me they know that I'm not you know that real that guy oh I can be a bastard but I'm not that guy <laughs> so um, it, it it would bother me because I didn't understand that they didn't understand if that makes sense mm-hmm. um, but it is what it is, man. It's not going to stop me from doing whatever I have to do. No, absolutely. No, that's a good. That's a good point. You've been uh, hardened by uh, because you've always been in the entertainment world, so it, it hardened yeah, that's you. That's the thing. In some way or or you know, in some form or another. But um, do you uh, do you sometimes uh, regret putting so much on? And I only ask because I uh, I did, again like I I'm new to this medium medium and uh, I've really. Uh, like I've really like exposed my life. I've just filmed everything for two years, and uh, it really, it really affected me. In fact, I like went, I've gone through a separation through it, um, and I, I kind of learned a lesson that there's got to be a, a divide. Do you do you have any of any regrets when it comes to? Um, and I just want a preference. I I love everything you fucking done. On. I think it's I think at the end of the day, the joke comes first. Um, but it uh, a lot of you know people in your life life around you kind of doesn't uh don't agree with that you know what i mean uh you mean the stuff on the radio like the yeah stuff on the like uh, uh i know dave uh so Eastside dave big part of the show as well uh the oh, owner yeah. of the puppet uh he his and big complaint yeah dave dave went beyond he is <laughs> he's a fuck He's a maniac, man. He's a maniac. That's true. But I always notice um, from I've always I've listened to uh, so many hours. Very loyal. Yeah, but he always uh, accused you of um, using you and your family to get on the show, and always trying to, um, and always and I've been uh, I've gotten the same kind of um, uh, complaints that I've like gone out of my way or I I I talk way too much. I've I've, I lost my uh, my girlfriend of years um, because I just I I talk too much bullshit on stream that we there was no divide um have you found that affected your life at all or because you put Uh, everything out there i i did and um the thing is the one thing about Eastside dave is i know and he knows i was there before you man you know i was i was there way before you ever showed up you may have done you know Eastside dave may have done crazier stuff and is absolutely like i said a maniac unbelievable loyalty um it's something that i would i would say oh man i 
can't believe he's doing this. But he did it, and God bless him, man. But at the end of the day, I was there before him. So you Very can't true. say that I'm trying to use – I was there every day writing the jokes, doing the stuff, uh, preparing the gigs. So, uh, I mean – no, yeah, okay, so, interesting, interesting. You guys are, uh, do you guys still talk or anything, or is, was that real? You know, um, through Facebook and stuff like that, and there's no animosity, man. Nice. He's, yeah. he's doing this thing at W Rat in, in Jersey, and I heard, yeah, I heard. He's funny, man. He's a funny, <laughs> he's a funny guy, man. You know, and uh, I'm sure we'll speak soon. Absolutely. So I guess uh, will you go? Are you has the statute of limitation gone up? Can can you can you finally admit? Was that you at his house? Uh, no, that wasn't him. No, it wasn't him. No, okay. Uh, but, I did visit him. I did visit him. Yeah. And we had some drinks. It was the night before he was getting married. Wait, is this... I'm talking about the jiggling the door. Okay, the jiggling of the door, that wasn't me. That wasn't you. That wasn't you. And if it, if it was you, he, would, he, he shouldn't have called the cops. He still shouldn't have done that. That was rap behavior. It wasn't me, but I'll just say maybe it was someone that I knew. Okay. Okay. Just, just okay. Just we don't have to. We don't have to go and into again, it. And again, I understand why he called the cops. Oh, he did so. understand. Okay. Wait. So I got to take this back. Then I apologize to uh, to any Dave fans. He, he, there was a good reason for it. Okay. I didn't you realize. <laughs> so, um, oh, I. But it wasn't me. I have to point this out. Uh, there's, uh, there's a, a guy in the chat right here. His name's Sparkle Motion. Which I, oh, yeah. I think is well, fascinating because that, that was your band name. It was. We went through a bunch of different names. Um, the, the Orange Bowl of Failures because of Billy, Staple, uh, Billy Staples. Uh, Sparkle Motion. At that point, at Sparkle Motion, we were Sparkle Motion or maybe Crankcase. And eventually we became Crankcase. I mean, we did legitimately gig, you know, without the radio and all that stuff. So that was cool. Oh yeah, and you and and you to the folks at home. You you play the drums, right? I do. Nice. You still playing? I I am. I'm with a band called Nothing to Lose. Oh yeah. We are a Kiss cover band. Now I used to be in the Kiss tribute band. It's not the same tribute. We get dressed like Kiss. We do the whole show. Kiss cover. We just we're as ourselves and playing. Um, Playing Kiss, nice Kiss song. Nice, that rules. Well, uh, yeah. got anything on YouTube or anything? We'll check. We'll have to check it out. Yeah, check it out, man. The, just look up "Nothing to Lose," and then you'll see Billy May and Ernie and Ron, uh, real nice guys. They're. Uh, I just joined the band in uh, October, last October. Nice, nice. And, um, I, I I play with Billy, Billy May, and this is our fourth band together. So we've been in Kiss Nation, which was the number one Kiss tribute band. We had our own original band which with costumes, Electric Magic Sideshow. I played with him in the Patty Rothberg band. Patty Rothberg, if you look her up, she was pretty big in the, the 90s. And uh, and now, nothing to lose. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm I telling you. I can't get away from the Kiss. I'm always with Kiss. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm telling you, like, you've had, like, your... Okay, so I only brought up that, like, the hate you get on the internet because I think so many people... Uh, misunderstand you because you you really had you really have not had you and you still are having 
like a pretty fascinating career and uh, or I, I wouldn't even say like a, more of a, like a life and a career in entertainment it's uh to go from all those movies you've been you've been in as a kid you know you've been movies. playing in these Let bands me tell you what I was in. yeah let's keep hold here hold on johnny hold on I, let's do it 74 i did music man with ken berry god bless his soul he just passed away last year 75 on broadway lincoln center midsummer night's dream with richard Gere. Michael Sachs Jesus. and Kathleen Widows. Good God. Big. Joseph Papp. Uh, 76. Oliver with John Carradine. John Carradine. That's Dracula. He's the father of David and Keith. And oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Dracula from the 50s. Great guy. 77. Gypsy with Angela Lansbury touring. I know I her. Was 14. You're 14. I was touring by myself, basically. God damn. My mom and my dad would leave me with the other parents. They were getting paid the per diem. I'm flying here every week. We're there, that way, this way, up and down. Oh, boy, it was Fucking fun. Fucking rules. Yeah, that rules. <laughs> damn. I feel, um, I feel like I haven't done anything with my life. That was 77. 78, I'm on Broadway doing Runaways on the Tony Awards doing a cast album with Diane Lane. Oh, come on, man. Damn. Do you got like just photos in your house without like, do you have like all the, you know, like every celeb has the. No, you don't, no, I don't know. No. Damn. I would be, but, I'd be uh, bragging. I, uh, I, I have pictures, but I don't, I don't post it around. I, I, uh, met Jeffrey J from Eiffel 65 and I, I find a way to bring it up in every conversation. <laughs> and that's like the height of my, my success. That's insane. So, uh, when did you like, that's just, pardon me? That's the child acting. And there's yeah. so much more, man. So much more in there. And, and you know, those were the big things every year, but then there was commercials. I had a Mr. Goodbar commercial. I think it was 1970. Okay. Wait a minute. I'll think of it right now. 75 when I was doing midsummer night's dream, get this, I'm doing midsummer night's dream. Now I got this commercial we have to film the next day. My father says, listen, you got to make like you're sick, right? I go, how am I going to do that, man? I'm, I'm what, 12 years old? He gives me a cigarette. I'm smoking a cigarette. I turn green. I'm throwing up all over the place. He goes, oh, my God, he's sick. The next day, just in case I couldn't get back from the filming of the commercial, I was covered for the show that night. Oh, damn. So that was my life, man. Damn, that and fucking rules. This Mr. Goodbar commercial. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. It wasn't a Mr. It was Grand Union. And we were filming in Oakland, New Jersey. I'm sorry. I'm mixing up the commercials. That's all right. But uh, it was a Grand Union commercial, but that's what my father did. For me to make sure that just in case filming wasn't done before the start of the show, we had the out from the night before I was sick. So uh, that's actually um, is one of the scenes of a TV series that my daughter and I wrote called Zoo Crew 2. Oh, I found the I found that website. Zoo Crew. Yeah, it's 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 set up. It's 1979. Uh, that's I quit showbiz to become a gang leader in Astoria, Queens, New York City. Wait, that's that's real. Oh, that's me, baby. Well, what the f okay, so okay, what so you what what did your gang do? 
Oh, it's fucking amazing. That's incredible. Like, and this you is like watch the series. It's going to come out soon. I hope. Oh, <laughs> but fuck no. yeah. Um, you know, we were, um, we were a bunch of guys that went up against one of the biggest gangs here in Astoria. Uh, we were all teenagers a. or younger, and uh, we got cred, man. We did some good stuff. I was very inventive with stuff that I did, and the guys would follow me, man. But I gave up my career to do that because I saw the Warriors. Yes. And I yeah. Said, I want to be a gang leader. Well, I saw the That's photos it. and it looked like the Warriors. It looked like I watched. Have you seen that documentary? Like I don't know, seventy blocks from Tiffany's or whatever it is. It looked like that. No, no, I haven't. Oh, it's it it. But the your the way you dress, like it's it's fucking cool as hell. Well, that's. Uh, I mean, I did give up give up the show. Uh, not the showbiz. Sorry, I gave up um, the acting basically. But I was still doing music. So in 79, I dropped my first... No, I'm sorry, 1980, I dropped my first album. So that was cool. But in the meantime, I'm beating up people on Story uh, <laughs> Queen. This is insane. Well, this is what... this is. I was trying to frame... I've been trying to get you to talk more about how you are a villain. You're, like, your legacy is as a villain. But when you actually talk to you and you listen, you look at your life, it's, it's, it's so much more than that. Like, that's so... It's insane. Like, I, I don't think the, the people on the internet realize, like, what this insane story of your life has been. And I, I think it's something to be, I think it's so, I think it's just fascinating. Like, this is crazy. And it always happens. Everything always happens, you know. Um, geez, man, there's so many things here and there um, from one thing to the other. Um, you know, at one point, I was a DJ a uh, hot oil wrestling MC at Goldfinger's in New York City. That sounds hot. And, uh, oh, it was hot. It, was hot. <laughs> it sounds like it wouldn't fly anymore. But wait, what But what I didn't look like this. So I had short hair. I looked like, uh, who was the guy on uh, Mad About You? Paul Reiser. Oh, yeah? I looked I look like Paul young, Reiser then. Young if I looked like this, I could have even got, oh, uh, it could have been crazy. Could have been crazy, but wait. How, what happened? How did you get out of the gang life? What, did you have something like uh, somebody got shanked and you watch his life leave? Like you know, there's always like. Uh... I, no, I had a bunch of guys. They looked up to me. I was like kind of the oldest, and you know they knew that I was in uh, showbiz and stuff like that. But I was crazy because I would do. I, I was known. So in third grade, I'm a door monitor at my elementary school. And um, some kid who was the kid of a real big bully, one of the gangs, he was, he was the brother of a gang leader of Astoria, Queens. And he was making fun of me about, like, the fact that I was on, you know, McDonald's commercials. And he's, ah, hold the pickles, hold the, and he's, you know, making fun of me and he's trying to push me around. I stabbed him in the stomach with a pen. Hell yeah. <laughs> and they always said... This little kid is absolutely insane. There was another kid that was making fun of me because I couldn't play stickball so good. Because again, I was a child actor. I didn't know anything about that. I knew how to dance, knew how to sing, tap dance. You got it. Hit a ball from, with a stickball. I didn't know. I'm striking out. This guy's making fun of me. I go, hey, you try it. I get the stick, and I whacked him right across the back. Oh my God! This is he's taken to the hospital. 
Jesus Christ! Again, Don't you're making me like my do. life sound so boring. This is actually insane. I, when when is, when is the book coming out? You gotta you gotta have one. I am writing a book. Um, I didn't know. I just guessed. Would, <laughs> it, it would really be so. Zucru two takes place in seventy nine. So now it's showing me giving up acting, and there are some flashbacks of what I just said about the stabbing and the, the, the smash across the back and all that stuff. But, um, it's, a it's a coming of age story and all that stuff. But the book that I'm writing is like, almost like the prequel, what led up to, I would end at the time that I ended basically my quote unquote acting career. And then it went to, um, you know, music and all that stuff, but that's what I would want the book to be. My childhood, my, my really young childhood days as, you know, just going like a showbiz kid. You know, here's the big thing, man. And it does uh, hit a place in my heart. Dustin Diamond just died, Screech. Yeah. And you know, you see all the stuff when he was a kid and saying, you know, it's it's tough. And then when he got older, you know, we, we lose our childhood when we're child actors. We do. Oh, I lost him. <laughs> I bet his phone died. Mikey, are you there? Oh, God. Mikey, are you there? Oh, hey, we lost you, you but I'm, I'm, I'm right back. Okay, I thought it was a battery issue. Okay, so no, this is this is compelling. I, I wanted to ask, like, uh, it shockingly turned out pretty normal for a child actor, gang leader. But you do lose on, your child. Johnny. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to get the uh, audio up. Oh, damn. It's okay. All right. No worries. I can hear you still. You can hear me? I can hear you. You're, you're a lot less than before, but that's okay. Oh, damn. Um, sorry about that. I don't know. Uh... No, no, no. Don't worry. That's me, probably. Um, you didn't just hit the side of your phone by any chance, right? Where it said no, the volume. No, I, I, I just, it's always the simplest fix. No, it says in call volume is is uh, maxed. Oh, okay. So okay. All right, sorry I can about still that. Hear you. Um, no, but, no, no, no worries. So yeah, so you're like saying... I was saying about Dustin Diamond, mm -hmm. you know, he's saying um, that he really lost his childhood, and there are a lot of people that I, I that I know personally that were so big when I was a kid, and they made it like even bigger, like Irene Cara. The girl that sings fame I went to you know I went to dancing school I knew her since I'm a little kid man and where is she now and other people that I knew that had maybe just a little bit more fame because I was musical um, because I did plays and, and and musicals it wasn't as big as being on the TV at that time there's no internet so TV was like, oh, my God, I know, or movies, bam, musical theater. Oh, that guy, Timmy Michaels. Yeah, he's known, but we never saw him on, you know, film. So there are people that I know that made it and did like some really big stuff back in the late 70s, early 80s uh, or mid 70s. And they're messed up, man. They're they're gone. And, you know, I don't other than the big stars like Jodie Foster or Kurt Russell, there's not many guys that came from 
being a child actor and Normal. turning out to be okay. Yeah. What, what do you think it is? Do you think it's like, um, like, because everybody seems to be chasing fame? And I want to actually talk to you about this, that because you've always seemed to be, um, you, you seem to be just always on the brink of major fame as well. I, I, would, I dare say you were as a child, but is it is it when children make it? they realize how like fucking empty it is at the top or is that's my theory. I think that there's, it, it seemed in my day, there was always a problem with the parents. The parents were stealing money, you know? Oh or, yeah. Yeah. That was a big thing, man. Um, I'm not saying my parents stole the money. What they did was they used the money for vocal lesson, um, dance lesson, you know, oh. when I went to school, so oh, okay so they reinvested cool. i thought you were gonna say like they, they used were, the money to yeah just you know get you know, go away on a, on a trip to niagara falls or anything yeah, like that you know nice place yeah but um, they did take a trip to niagara falls john i don't know i think you should be doing some research because yeah this seems i was gonna ask you must have made some bank and uh but i did i know what hell i made yeah hell yeah i know what i made that's awesome but, um, um so did you have any uh so your uh amazing daughter Lene was on the show last week she's so cool uh Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, she was. That was so much fun. Um, did you have any like uh, when you she entered uh, uh, entertainment very young as well? Were you? Do you feel like you were more prepared to protect her from the the evil sides, or uh, or what? Uh, what do you think about that? Do you like? Uh, uh, I, I think I was a bit of a stage father. You uh, oh, you were a stage father, yeah. Yeah, man, I pushed her a lot. Oh, she was um, so damn cute. But. You know, that's, I mean, everybody loved her. She she seemed to be having fun. You know, there was, when she was younger, like four and five, um, it was fun to have her in the studio and her doing the polo introduction where we're cutting the tape and all that stuff. Yeah. Me and Wonder Boy. That was a great night, man. Uh, I, I'll remember Oh, Wonder that. Boy. That oh, my God. That's studios. a, oh, my God. Wonder Boy. That, that's a throwback. You were yeah. really there for everything. Oh. Another exclusive for you, Johnny. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited. That's All two. Right, so you... Billy Staples. Billy Staples. Lives downstairs. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. Got a two-family home. Billy Staples, first floor. He just booked a spot on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Really? He's filming February 12th. My God, that's that's insane. Fourth season, fourth episode. Wow. This... And he said next time when Lene has her own little setup, so it's better than just me being on the phone and all that stuff, uh, he will come upstairs and be on the show. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd, that'd be absolutely so, awesome. I think the, it's the return. It's the return. I think it's... Uh, full circle, man. It's full, full circle. circle. That's insane. Now, um, uh, I, Shaq is freaking out because he's a big fan. He's, he's saying that's insane. Uh, wow. It is full. Yeah, that is full circle. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but, um, wow. That's incredible. I, I think you should start doing Twitch. I think you'd be really good on Twitch. I don't even know what to do, man. I do. Honestly, you just, what am I going to do? Play games? I, I don't I don't do anything. I just sit here and talk. People just, it's crazy. You'll be, <laughs> you've already got a following. I, I think you'd, uh, you'd be shocked at, uh, how little you have to do to entertain on Twitch now. It's quite. It's actually quite easy, considering what the content you've put out on the radio. You've really pushed it so far. You'd be shocked at how little, especially if you're like a hot babe too. You can just uh, 
you, you literally just lie down and uh, just be a fake girlfriend. But uh, that we we don't have that uh, pleasure. But I think you should definitely do it. But I wanted to say I wanted to say because uh, uh, again I I hate to keep going back to the villain thing. I just I'm fascinated uh, with uh, the hate you get online because I think you're so much deeper than those comments. Um, but uh, uh, you had a lot of shit for being a stage dad with Lene. Still, the comments today on those classic clips still give that. But like I've watched uh, the vlog, the day in the life of you and Lene, and I, I think you guys have the most beautiful relationship, and I think you've proved all those fucking haters wrong. Um. Well, I I would say I hope, you know, she is. Uh, an incredible person. She's grown up to be a strong woman, uh, smart. Um, I'm blessed, really. And I, I say this from the heart. I'm blessed that she still is hanging out with me. That, you know, last year, this time, we were in Japan going on trips together and all saw that, that stuff. Saw that vlog. So, yeah, I saw that vlog. It's it's very cute. And she she's a, a great girl. I mean, again, like I said previously earlier, um, Sometimes people just don't understand the bit, you know, or it's like, how could that be? You know, how could this be that he's such a, you know, I'm such a screwed up dad uh, that uh, I still have, you know, custody or she's still hanging around with me. So you got to look up at it at like, you know, intellectually uh, where it's like, oh, okay, you know, I get it. But she's uh She's something else, man. She's something else. And um, I can tell you this uh, with all my heart, and I hope she's listening. I know she's out and about tonight, but uh, she, no matter what I've ever done in my life or what I will ever do in my life, she's the best thing that's ever happened to me, man. And uh, she knows that. She knows. And I know that she's so sweet to me. So... Sometimes we, you know, again, everybody has their arguments, and especially when you live with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I ask her to do something that's it's got to be done now, man. Now, what do you mean? But it's uh, she's a great person. So uh, that's incredibly uh, sweet. That's man. that's full circle too, because uh, and to the folks at home that don't aren't aware, Linnea was always on the show as well, and you two were just hilarious together and uh yeah i it, just to see those vlogs i uh brought brought a nice warm feeling nice warm feeling look at shaking out Yo. just says what a sweet dad absolutely um oh, look, thanks, we, man. we're getting to the last watch uh, the driving one watch the driving vlog i haven't is that the where the car blows up no 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 no. Okay. Oh, no 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 it's where i'm trying to teach her how to drive okay yes yes well i, I haven't <laughs> seen that one, one. But we'll, we'll post it in the Discord. Um, we got, we're going to the last 10 minutes here. I, I, I got to okay. have you back on for another show because, like, honestly, there's so much There's so much more. But I got, I got to bang out a few Ron and Fez questions just to, uh, just to get some closure. Okay. Fucking, I, all right, I, I, I get upset. I think Earl fucked you on the poison tickets. I don't care oh, what anyone says. He doubt, fucked man. you. There's okay, no way. Yes. This motherfucker, yes. man. So he promises four tickets. Me, Lene, her friend, and Lene's mom. Great. Fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, oh, we're all happy. The night before, he calls me or writes to me and says, 
I'm sorry, the record company wants two more, the, the other two tickets back. I go, how the, how could you do this to me, man? How, who am I going to pick? Well, Lene's friend, okay, she's out. So Lene or, or my, my wife at the time, what do I do? So Lene and I go, and you son of a bitch, those two seats that all the, they needed it back, they were empty. They were empty. Oh, beautiful. Empty. That, I knew it. I knew, And I knew it was him being lazy, too, because I just, we, again, with you guys on the radio, we learned so much about you. We, I know Earl left it to the last minute, and he fucked you. He fucked us, but the great thing was, Lene was pretty young. It was 2008. So <laughs> the great thing was Brett Michaels saying, um, talk dirty to me, to her. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. That's... It was nuts. <laughs> That's, that, okay, so I'm glad we, we covered that one. Um, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to get some shit on the internet for this, but I'm gonna go, I, I think you got a bad rap for saying you have uh, crushes on men. I, I think that's totally fucking normal. Johnny Depp's a good-looking right. guy. So listen. I'm going to get shit for this. Know, I'm going to get for shit for this. But I, I listen to that. I listen to that and I go, ah, it's okay to like cool guys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> number one, it's I'm a human being. So, I mean, I could say to you, honestly, Johnny, you're a good-looking guy. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> I can tell you honestly, if I was gay or if I was a woman, maybe if I was a woman, I'd give you a chance at a date. So I think of it that way. So that if I was gay, no, I don't think I would like you. So now I don't know. So I think in all those aspects, all right? Yes. So that's how my brain works. So it doesn't, so when Brett Michaels in his heyday, he's practically a woman. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. Yeah, we've progressed. So why not? Of course I'm going to like the way he looks. And he's, he's, he's great looking, man. If I was gay or if I was straight, <laughs> not straight, I'm sorry. If I was gay or if I was, if I was a female, of course I would want to be with him. So I think I listen back and I think you were just uh, too ahead of your time. I think you were persecuted during that clip. I was. Exactly, because that's Thank how, you, especially Gen Z, they're all sucking and fucking everyone. So uh, you're ahead of its time, ahead of its time, and you got a bad rap for that. Um, yeah, oh my God. That Well, I think that's beautiful. Okay, we got uh, a couple minutes left. I'd like to open up a few questions of the chat. I know Shaq here is probably dying to ask you something. Uh, chat, what, you guys got something loaded up? I'd bang the front singer of Poison. Uh, I think every gender uh, just gives it a second. Oh, Shaquille yeah. Oatmeal says, "How can we support you? Is there any it, like what can we do? Is there uh, well, obviously we can support Linnea's Twitch channel, and we're gonna put that in the Discord. And when I post this on YouTube, we'll put that up her YouTube. But how can we support you? We you've entertained us for so many years. How can we give back to you? Okay, thank you, Shaq. This is how soon." We're going to make a big announcement. You know of Triple Seven Studios. On Facebook, it's Triple Seven Studios. Instagram and on Twitter, it's Triple Seven Films. We're going to be announcing a major announcement as far as our first project, which is Zoo Crew 2. That's my semi autobiographical story, but. Um, it's going to be a TV series 
And when uh, we just blow out everything that we've accomplished at this point, which we can't say at the moment, but when we do, um, we're going to need support financially to start up with crowdfunding, maybe and Seed and Spark. And you know, I know that sometimes it's almost like, man, I don't want to be begging, or um, but it, it, it's it's real. It's going to be great. It's going to happen, and it's going to be fun. That's I just need that that support. Uh, and it's it's really not even financial. It's just support me and Lene and Chase. Chase is our third partner, Chase Theobald, uh, which is Lene's uh, boyfriend. Wacko. Uh, great guy. Yeah, Wacko. So, He's Wacko on uh, Twitch. Wacko on Twitch is his name. Is he, he rules. Wacko on Twitch? Yeah, we were watching I didn't his even know that. Yeah, we were watching his stream last night. He rules. <laughs> well, um, he's a great guy. Uh, he's a great partner. And uh, we've got another uh, partner, Panama Red. And he's, he's going to be part of it. Um, we're, I would say in the next three to four weeks, major announcements and Johnny will be there for you as well. So okay, uh, I awesome. promise you that. And, uh, I promise you still. Awesome. Well, uh, anything we can do to, to, uh, yeah, get it out of the, we got a small community here, but they're, um, you don't ever feel bad about begging. My entire job is, uh, is begging. This is all. <laughs> Uh, all of this is uh, translates to money. I get I get them the to money pay. wall, baby. The, the money, money wall. wall. The money wall, baby. It's uh, that's the that's the new media. It's a lot more uh, a lot more begging. So, but no, we're we're here definitely here to support. Uh, and just even just getting the numbers out, pumping it up, and uh, we're really excited. The, the, a new chapter in the very long book of Mikey oh, D's life. The next chapter, baby. Yes, that's incredible. That's incredible. Well, uh, they're all look at we. Everyone's very excited in the chat. This is this is awesome. Well, I think we're gonna wrap it up, but I would uh, absolutely love to have you on again that's if you're it? willing. Yeah, it's been an hour. Is there any more? Do you guys have any? Oh wait, wait, wait. Shaken out has says. All right, they they want to know your hair your hair care routine. Okay, hair care, real <laughs> curls. I can't wash it every day. It'll get dry. But, uh, you know, obviously shower, wet it, and then we do a little Flawless Curves uh, mousse on there, and we have it, you know. Uh, I won't say the color is absolutely real, but the curls are real. I like it. I like it. Oh, it doesn't okay. take long. No, I, 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 and I'm for. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about going on Papricia soon. So like, I'm for taking care of the hair. I, I, I believe in that. Hey man, I, I can't believe I still have my hair. Oh, you know? my dad went bald at 17. Every day is a blessing for me. So I, 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 <laughs> hey, I hear. I'm gonna flaunt. Um, it's gonna be flaunted, baby. Hell yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, uh, Zero Fire wants to know what popular 80s singers you've met because she loves the 80s. Zero Fire here. Do, is there anyone you blow us away with uh, who you've met? Well, you know. Uh, Paul Stanley, uh, Brett Michaels, um, not necessarily a singer, uh, Slash, um, geez, tons, man. I mean, I just, I would have to think. That's but, crazy. Uh, uh, shoot. Um, Tom Kiefer uh, from Cinderella. Just, you know, just coming through and uh, guys from Prodigy and uh, Moby. Uh, and all that stuff. So. Oh, like the yoga singer? 
He's cool. Moby. No, he's not the yoga. Oh, sorry. I thought Mo- Moby from the nineties or from the thousand two thousand. Mo, the he, he was in the eighties and he. Oh shoot! I I I I'm like I, I'm very. I was born '88, so maybe, I missed maybe, a lot. I I missed uh, it. It's still maybe good he times. Wasn't in the 80s. Maybe he was. Maybe he was nineties. Yeah, Moby. But. Yeah, Moby. He's kind of chill. He's he's cool as hell. Oh, Shaq yeah, yeah, wants yeah. to know if you've ever rolled with the Valentas crime family or the Ruda. How do you? You ever mess no. with? I don't know. I I don't know this guy. He's from Miami. So, you know. Uh, Goldfingers, uh, that was like a little bit run by, you know, uh, let's just say the uh, uh, Gambinos. But, you know, it's not around anymore. But oh, R.I.P. Yeah. You ever met Gotti? Huh? You ever met Gotti? No. That was that was later, right? Yeah. Uh, God, I'm such a no, little... that was, I think, during that time. Yeah, he but was, I never met him. He was cool. But there's some characters I met. That could be a book in its own. Hell yeah. Me. Hell yeah! Well, we should. The I would love to do just a crime days. show. Yeah, I would. The the what? T- the strip tease? Oh, this. You know, being at doing the hot oil wrestling show, and that was Wait, just you. You were the 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 stripper. No, I was. Oh I was shit! The announcer. Okay, fuck! I thought I was like Jesus. Christ. Sorry, I thought I got confused. There, I was like, you have to. You can't gloss over that. Okay, you're the announcer. Okay, all right. That, all right. Uh, I got confused there, but you know, you're a good-looking guy. I can see people paying money to. No, no. Um, Shaq, Shaq is keep asking it. Did, did you ever roll with Albanians? Okay, all right. I, do you guys have any more no. serious no, questions? Who's the Albanians? <laughs> yeah, Come the on, fuck? Is... they're crazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Shaq. Uh, Shaq, last last question before we get him on again, my friend. I, Shaq's a super fan. Um, I, I want to tell you a crazy story. Shaq, I met him. Uh, he came into my show. He was quoting, I didn't realize this, um, uh, Ron and Fez, when they, w- they did the spelling bee for Lene. For years, right. he said, sorry. He would do that in the chat. I never really picked up on it. I thought he was making fun of my Canadian accent. That's until, Ronnie. Yeah, until he, uh, we had Lene on, he, he was like, that's who I quote. I've been quoting that episode. So uh, just yep. to show the reach that your family has had, which is crazy. Oh, wow. Which is absolutely well, thanks, crazy. Shaq. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up, my friend. Uh, okay. Is, do you have any socials that you follow? Do you, like, do you have an Instagram or, or... All I got is a Facebook. So Michael Demetrius at Facebook. All right, my friends. We'll get that. And if you do want to do Twitch, we're here to help out. And uh, uh, I think okay. you would have a community. I think it, you're a natural talker. I think it'd be... It's the new radio. So you might it's as well jump thing. on. It's all the rage, baby. Yeah, it is. And I think you'd actually, uh, you'd do well. So let us know if there's anything we can do to help you out on it. Thanks, man. All I right. appreciate it. Johnny, thank you so much. Um, you're a gentleman, and thank you so much for uh, having me on, man. Mikey D, you rule. You've entertained millions, and uh, I can't believe you came on the show. I'm, I'm very honored. So thank you, I'll my be friend. i again. I can't wait. Something big. Something big is going to happen soon. I know. Hey. I, I won't say anything. I got a little hit, Don't but I'm excited. Nothing. nothing, nothing. But something big is coming. Don't say nothing. <laughs> Sergeant Schultz, I know nothing. I know nothing. Absolutely. All right, okay. Mikey, you rule, my friend. You have a good night. Thanks, man. Peace. Good night.